Hello and welcome to episode 81 of HowGonStart.com, the podcast. And this is Tony Choi, aka Tony Teacher, and I'm here and I'm very uh, happy to be here. And just a little update on me, this is October 2018, I'm still in Korea. I plan on being in Korea until about March and I will, uh, I plan on going to real estate. I don't know if I told you this, but uh, yeah, when I get back to Toronto, I'm going to get my real estate agent license. So if you need a house in Toronto, hit me up. Anyways, I'm not here to uh, just sell myself, uh, though, you know, this is about branding yourself as well. But I'm here more to talk about, you know, your lifestyle as a Hawaiian business owner. And the title of this podcast is, Are You Happy With Your Hawaiian Business Lifestyle? Or even just your Hawaiian business in general. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because there's a side that a lot of people don't want to talk about and it's the negative sides of their life uh, pretty much um i know that sometimes there are people who very who are very honest on facebook like you know they'll just be like i'm not really happy with my life da 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 or whatever right you know you see those people uh you might have them and you might be that person right who who shares those things um but anyhow um I think I saw something on my feed and, uh, you know, someone wasn't happy with their lifestyle. And it's it's a common uh, thing, right? People not happy with their lifestyle. Now, specifically with the Hagwon business lifestyle, I wanted to talk about and with, I guess, any business lifestyle, any small business uh, that you own, there are, it's, it can be good, but it, it also has a lot of challenges, right? So now you need to ask yourself, are you happy with your Hawan business lifestyle? So if you are a Hawan owner or a Kyosubso owner or a study room owner, Kungbukbang um, owner, um, you want to ask yourself this because um, the reason why a lot of us get into business is so that we can have freedom, so that we can have control over our lifestyle, um, but you may not be 100% happy. But on the on that point, you also have to not forget, would you be happier, you know, just, you know, ending your Hagwon business and then just getting a job? And then you have to be realistic. Now, can you actually get a good job that you would actually like that would pay you uh, enough money to support yourself? Or maybe if you have children uh, or if you have family members you have to support. And... Uh, one thing my wife and I, well, I always bring up and well, for in my life, um, I'm going to have a son soon. So uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have a son and seems pretty healthy so far and my son's due in December. And the the reason I'll, I'll explain why I'm bringing that up. I started to plan for my Hagen business in 2011, 2012. At that time, I was in between jobs. I was just finishing up my time at the Dental Solution, which is a Korean manufacturing company where I was doing um, marketing and uh, the English guy, pretty much a bunch of things. And then I started IGL English in 2013. And that's when I got married. Uh, we started the business and we got married. My wife and I, Brandy, uh, my business partner, right? Um, as well as my partner in life. And 
we actually tried to have a, a child in 2014. Like, you know, we weren't trying in 2013. And we're like, okay, like, our 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 uh, is decent enough. Like, we can, you know, maybe we can get a child. And we couldn't get a child, man. Like, we were trying. Um, but um, I guess, you know, like, there's a timing for everything, I guess. Uh, and Or science, whatever you want to call it. And... Um, but then recently, yeah, we were able to, uh, I don't know if the word is conceive. Is that the right word? Yeah. So anyways, um, now, I always tell this to my wife. Like, if we, you know, were, we were successful and we were able to conceive or, you know, get a child, um, um, I don't think we would have closed IGL English. I think we would have kept it. And I don't know if we would have transitioned into Flower Gift Korea. Like, I mean, who knows? Like, maybe if we had a child then, then my, my business would have been even better because I would have had a lot more motivation. Um, you know, you don't know, right? Like, you can't really say what would have happened. But I know that I, I really feel my life would have been worse. Um, I mean, I would have been thankful to have a child, but I, I wasn't totally happy at my uh at my kills so um i was happy the first year uh, the first few years but you know there were times where i wasn't happy um and i was happy because i thought you know what this is the beginning so we'll get through it whatever and it'll just and i guess magically everything will become good right but um it didn't get that much better well at least well money wise you know and we had enough students and whatnot but what i envisioned for my school um wasn't you know coming to pass and i don't know maybe i wasn't working hard enough uh but uh a big thing with my school was i i, I just I, I don't know maybe i lacked focus i lacked vision i don't know like you know i guess i can get down on myself but in the end my school became more of what my wife thought the parents wanted right and which is yeah like we listened more to the parents we really didn't have our own identity we kind of just kind of evolved into something the parents wanted and that is okay in a sense but it we made a, a school that basically needed my wife and i there most times but at least by the uh the third and fourth year uh, my wife only had to come on certain days, uh, like once or like twice a week, you know, but still she needed to be there on certain days because her parents would ask her, you know, can you do this for my child or whatever? And we kind of uh, created a curriculum that um, was best for our students, at least from what I was, uh, at least from what we thought. But the most important thing with that was I wasn't really happy because we were kind of doing things I didn't really want to do. And I guess, you know, that's part of business. Like you have to kind of swallow your pride and, uh, you know, you have to make some sacrifices, but it wasn't an ideal business. And I don't know, maybe I'm just an idealist and, uh, or a perfectionist. So, you know, maybe that's the, my problem. But anyways, so in the end, I wasn't like totally happy. And a little secret here I'm going to tell you is that I was actually looking forward to ending our school and we closed officially 2017 January um, or 2016 December oh yeah the first or few weeks of January were our last classes 
um, and we were transitioning into opening Flower Gift Korea, our offline store. And I just wasn't really just, I was just, I don't know, just ready to move on. And, and I don't, I, I realized something about myself was I really love starting businesses. I love starting things, creating things, uh, building a little bit, but I guess maintaining things uh, I saw was, oh, you know what, it's not as fun. You know, that's how what I, I noticed about myself. But at the same time, obviously, you also need to make money, right? So a little side uh, track is that I, my uh, flower business, which I started in 2016, while I was, you know, doing IGL English, I also sold that recently. Um, and actually, the flower business lifestyle was so much better than my Hagwon business lifestyle and um and even still like it wasn't perfect we were making it perfect we we're getting there um unfortunately uh some visa issues uh with my f4 visa so uh had to end up making decision to leave uh so anyways uh that's too bad but you know what i'm looking forward and uh looking at the bright side right so anyhow looking back on the hagwon business lifestyle like let's look at the lifestyle like Let's look at a normal day. Okay, so sorry, I'm like all over the place, but let's go back to the Hagwon business lifestyle. Now, one thing I didn't like, one thing that wasn't great was I didn't, I don't think I even had one normal dinner uh, as a Kyosubso owner, right? Like, because you have, like, at least me, we have classes from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, we, you know, you, you want to use the time wisely enough so that you can get as much students or whatever, like, you know, or match the schedule, which is best for the students. That means you don't really have a set dinner time. So basically for dinner, like my wife would watch the kids for like 10 minutes or sometimes I tell the kids to like, okay, you guys stay in that room. And then like, this is when my wife wasn't at the kills so, and that was a lot of times I was by myself. Uh, she would uh, buy something for me like, okay, like, what do you want to eat today? And literally there's like, well, well, what could I eat? Like, there was a pair of spaghetti uh, nearby. Uh, I could get kimbap or some bread from the convenience store. Like, those three things. So, like, this is my dinner lifestyle. So, like, I mean, yeah, it's dinner, right? But still, like, you know, dinner is something you can enjoy. Like, if you have a 9 to 5 job or if you work in a wherever, at least you can get a break, right? You can get, you you have a normal lunch break and you have a normal dinner break or, you know, you'll be done work by then. Uh, but if you are the owner of a small Hagwon business, uh, at least at least the most of the people I know, like, you know, you're going to have, you're going to be having kimbap or unless you have a, like an actual Hagwon and you have teachers that, you know, you hire, then yeah, then you have some freedom and you can, uh, you know, have some break time here and there. But I, uh, if you're in your first year or second year and you have a Kyosuzo or Kongbong, dinner is something, you know, it's, you got to like kind of figure out, right? Um, so, but, but you know, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing with all businesses though. It's not just a Hagwon business. Um, when I did my uh, flower business, uh, Flower Gift Korea, um, I didn't, my lunchtime wasn't always set because I would, we would be rushing to finish orders. I would deliver some of the orders. Now, if I, I could have outsourced a lot of the delivery, but I wanted to make myself stay busy, and I was I liked listening to podcasts and audiobooks while I delivered them in my car. So, 
anyways, I just did delivery, and then the lunch, my, sometimes we'd have lunch at 4 p.m., sometimes at 3 p.m., or usually around 2, right? But um, now that's the thing with a, a small business. Usually, um, unless unless you are a little bigger and you have the money and like to hire people, then you're not going to have, you know, maybe one meal time or, you know, unfortunately some people like all their meal times are like just scattered or maybe they don't even have a set meal time. Right. And that's the, the sacrifice you make as a, a small business owner. So anyhow, that's, you know, one part of the how business's life is the dinner time is not normal. And I, I remember one time I was like, you know, I, I even got like a blind to put down like in the small room. And then even still, like kids would like peek under, they'd crawl under uh, the blind and be like, teacher, are you eating something? And it's just like, I'm like, yeah, hey, man, can you go outside, please? You know, like, it's just like that. That's, uh, uh, yeah, I remember uh, one of their kids, it's a cute kid, but, you know, he's so curious. It's like, and I'm like, oh, yeah, would you, you want some? He's like, no, 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 it's okay. You just eat it. He's like, uh, and then she starts laughing and goes to the room. But anyways, uh, yeah, like that. But that's the great stuff. That's the great thing about life uh, of a home business, like especially if you like children or if you like teaching. Um, now, if you don't like children, you don't like teaching, then you need to have at least a big hagwon where you're managing. But um, I, I don't know if it's a good idea to start a big hagwon these days, unless even with even if you have a lot of money. Um, just nowadays, I just don't think it's like the best business to start like a big hot one now if you are an english teacher i still think right now is the number one business um um an english teacher can start in, in south korea now the lifestyle of a kongbukbang or kyosubso or hot one in general uh some of the stress factors are like the parents if you have parents who can be very demanding uh you know not all of them but still uh because Every single child is unique and has different uh, uh, needs, right? And parents want you know their kids to have their best interest, you know, so or want you to have their best interest. So that's something you're gonna have to juggle. Um, and basically, you know, when you like for me, um, I was quite happy, but I wasn't happy enough. Like I was like. I could have done, I wish it was like A, B, and C, you know, I wish like the the parents would call me, but instead they would call my wife because my wife would, you know, it's harder to say no because I guess it's ingrained in some Korean people's mind that saying no is uh, rude, whereas I'm just straight up no, right? Uh, so I didn't like the fact that, you know, parents would just try to get to me through her or like if I said no and then they would ask her and then she'd be like you know I'm sorry I said yes I'm just like oh my goodness why'd you do that right but anyways um the thing is uh yeah for, for my hagwon like the culture of my hagwon became a little more Korean style and it's because parents asked my wife and she would say okay because we could have done stuff, but I rather have said no. But who knows? Maybe it worked out for the better. Um, but anyways, so anyhow, I mean, are you happy with your Hagwon business lifestyle? Um, are you okay with, you know, dealing with parents who may give you lots of stress? Are you okay with um, students who are just, you know, maybe... Um, 
they don't have manners. Now, you can always control that, but at the same time, maybe you can't because it's not in your nature to turn away a child who needs help. Maybe in you know, in, it's in your heart to just reach every single child, even though it just drains you. Now, if that's you, I think you need to make a plan. Um, is you need to ask yourself, like, do you want to be in this how one business lifestyle forever? And for some people, yeah, there are some people who are making lots of money uh, or are very happy or both um, doing the hagwon business lifestyle, whether it's a kongupang, kyozupso, or just the actual hagwon. Um, now, if you're not, right? And like for me, it wasn't that I wasn't happy, but I wanted to make more businesses. Um, and I was actually thinking of making an actual hagwon, like kyozupso, and then I was going to make it into a hagwon. And then once the hagwon got, you know, uh, stabilized, became stable, then I was going to build another business. However, because of my circumstances with the uh, with the, the apartment buildings coming down in my area and with a whole lot of my students just leaving um, the area, I also, you know, saw that coming and we, we came up with another business idea. So uh, so we went with the, just doing the, another, the other business, which Fire Gift Korea, and it, it turned out to, to be, uh, it did quite well for us. And we, we sold it for a good amount. So basically, if um, if you aren't happy, you need to make a plan. Um, make a plan and think about what skills you have. And think about what kind of other business you can do on the side. Maybe it, maybe you, your plan is to downsize and go, you know, maybe you have a bigger hagwon. Maybe you can go back to doing a kongbukbang or kyosupso, right? Maybe you, because like in the end, it's not that big of a difference of profit, at least from what I've been hearing from a lot of people. And because you have a lot more overhead, you have to, t you have to pay teachers. Um, now you can downsize um, and you can downsize really like all the way to just tutoring, you know, and just have a lot like very little overhead. Or you can try to start another business. Now starting a business, that's going to take a lot of brainstorming, creativity, um, I was I was able to come up with a pretty good business idea, my flower business, flower and gifts. Um, another thing you can do is you can learn a skill, learn a skill that people are willing to pay for a service fee or some kind of skill where you can make something. And once you get that skill, then you can make something and then you can try to sell that that item. Like maybe you you're, you learn how to um make puppets i don't know right and then you learn to sell those puppets you know you, you put on some plays somewhere or whatnot you know find something you enjoy uh, for me we 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 uh, thought of a business right and then we learned uh, i don't know if you know this but in 20 i guess 2016 no no 2015 we we got the idea for the flower business the flower and gifts business and we went to classes. Um, we went to this uh, flower uh, business class. They had this like, they have a lot of free classes, not for like, not for foreigners, but like if you're a Korean, like so for me, I'm a foreigner, right? And uh, the class, I had to pay a million won for a three month class. And you, we went twice a week, I believe. Uh, I think Saturday and Sunday, or if it was once a week, I'm not sure. But my wife 
because of she's a citizen and I don't know, she's been paying her taxes or whatever. And, you know, she was an employee somewhere. She got it for free. So she was able to get it subsidized. And they have these kinds of programs for Korean people. Like if you're paying certain taxes, uh, I wasn't paying these certain taxes. If I, if I was for the last five or for whatever, how many years, then I could have got subsidized as well. Um, but I wasn't paying that tax because uh, I remember the person asking me at the company, like whether, whether or not I wanted to pay this tax. Um, and I said, no. And they're like, no, you don't have to because, you know, a foreigner, you don't have to pay this tax. Like if you pay, you can get some benefits in the future. But at the time I wasn't, I didn't know I was going to get married. I didn't know I was going to stay in Korea this long. Right. So anyways, uh, so yeah, so we made a plan. We learned skill. We learned how to make flowers. And the secret with Flower Gift Korea is that my wife was not really into flowers before we came up with the business idea. We actually learned flowers to start that business. And another secret with Flower Gift Korea was that literally we started the business uh, after just, I don't know, three months of experience of learning how to make flowers. We didn't even have experience in the flower business, in the florist industry, not that much. Um, so yeah, like, so people who bought flowers from us, uh, first few months, uh, I'm sorry, but still like we, we used the uh, really good flowers or like really good quality flowers. And my wife was still pretty good. Like she's really good. Like, uh, she can make stuff. So anyways, uh, anyway, so yeah, um, I'm just blabbering on, but one thing I want to just, uh, get you to think about again is, are you happy with your Hagwon business lifestyle? If, if it's a yes, then yeah, boom, then you don't need to do anything. Right. Uh, maybe you can just figure out what to do with your free time or, you know, improve your business. But if you are not happy with your Hagwon business lifestyle, you need to ask yourself why, right? Why are you not happy? And then you have to figure out, okay, now, well, then what can I do about that, right? Um, if you've been in the Hagwon industry one year, six months, two years, three years, five years, right? That's more than me, but still, and you're not happy, then... You don't have to stay in the Hagwon industry, right? You do have options. You just have to write it down. You have to brainstorm. You have to figure out what you can do. And you got to take action, man. And if you don't know, if you don't have any skills, you can always learn a skill, right? And I mean, if you have any questions, you can always just um, email me. You know, I've, I've been able to come up with some business ideas. And yeah, just just let me know if you have any questions. Um, and yeah, I'll be, I'll be more than happy to email. Uh, you don't have to like get a consultation or anything like that. You can just email me and just ask me anything. And uh, but if you want to get in person and in depth, now that's different. But you know, emails are always cool. All right, so that's it. I just wanted to share a little bit about this topic because I really think you know being happy is really important. Uh, of course, you know you, you might have to make some sacrifices if you have a family and you're, you're supporting them, but you don't have to you know keep that up forever, right? You can make a plan and figure out a way to uh, adjust your lifestyle and change something so that you your lifestyle is something that you are happy with. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of HagwonStart.com. You can access any podcast episode and the show notes by visiting HagwonStart.com slash the number of the podcast episode. For example, the first episode, you can go to hagwonstart.com slash 001 and you can listen to the episode there. Good luck in your business planning and building and feel free to email me at hagwonstart at gmail.com if you have any questions 
And also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes.